Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I would like to talk with you about looking for new opportunities. Yes, we're talking about how to get your name out there and more importantly, how to make new connections that could lead into bigger and brighter opportunities. This is beyond just making sales. This is about networking. You're going to get some really practical tips coming to you after this short break. We're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I would like to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time and those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes. Thank you very much. I couldn't do any of this without you. And if you really like this kind of stuff that I got put out there in the world, be sure to let people in your network know, hit that share button on the podcast link wherever you're listening, or just go ahead and copy the link and send it to a text message or however you want to let someone know. Because I believe that if we found a good things, we can help somebody else by sharing the wealth. And if you haven't done so already, let's connect on LinkedIn or Twitter, Denise Sheely. You can find me there. And if you haven't done so already, go visit me on denisechili.com. You can find articles and all sorts of freebies and resources to help you grow your service base and our personal brand business. And lastly, be sure to check the show notes because I always have some resources, something that I know is going to be very helpful for you. Lastly, be sure if you haven't done so already to hit it a review for me and let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisechili.com. I'd love to send you a little token of my appreciation. Okay, now got all that housekeeping stuff out of the way. Let's talk about today's opportunities is through our future connections. Again, today's opportunities is through our network and For the longest time, I believed, because I I had some faulty, misguided beliefs that we had to be totally alone in terms of growing our business. And that is so far from the truth. Well, yes, each business is a solo effort. If you're doing this by yourself as a sole proprietor, we don't have to be alone. We can do it alone, but we don't have to be alone. That really comes from us leveraging the power of our network, leveraging our opportunities that are around us. So I have a series of steps that I'm going to go into detail, but I just wanted to give you that overview so if you're writing down notes, you've got a frame of reference to what I'm talking about and kind of just an overall framework as to how you are going to be able to grow and expand as a business owner. Number one is I want you to start from within. Number two, directly ask your peers in your industry. Three, go online and check what's trending. Four, promote yourself to people who may need your help. And lastly, five, attend events. But I've got a lot more details to share with you. So that's why you have to stay tuned. But I just wanted to give you those five main headlines. And then we're going to talk about each specific one. Number one, let's talk about start from within. This really came from a point of trial and error for myself because 
I'm not going to lie with you. I have dealt with lots of people pleasing tendencies. I think that's the best way of explaining it, where I only wanted to do things that either my coach or other people in my industry were doing or everything I thought you were supposed to do because someone else co-signed on off on it. And I just want to let you know that if that's you, if you've been one of those people who only move when another person moves or another person nods their head in approval, that is an absolute terrible way of growing and networking in your business. And I'm just raising my hand saying that that was me many times for many years, only moving alongside what people have said to me. Now, I don't want to get this twisted. Now, there are some people who have some really good sounding advice from their own years of experience that they are just trying to save you some time and energy so that you don't make mistakes. Like, for example, you're listening to this podcast, right? And I don't want you to believe that just because Denise says, I need to be independent and start with from within. When I say within, start with your own leaning into your own understanding before anybody else to say that we need to throw away everything that somebody else says. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying, the concepts start from within. I'm saying that have a core set of beliefs and ideas that make you really you. How you want to interact with people? How do you want to run your day? How do you want to prioritize who you interact with because I'm letting you know if you've been in business for even a minute you will know that people will try to take advantage of your time your talents your your everything and if we don't have a strong sense of who we are and what we accept and what we don't accept and what we don't tolerate and what matters most to us we can get easily lost and confused the whole concept of start from within it comes from that that mindset that I have my own beliefs as to what matters most to me, how I want to use my time, and I will proceed in a way that just feels affirming for my personality, my temperament, and how I want to navigate in the world. And we know when we're in that right direction where it just feels intuitively right. Have you ever, for example, think about like a friend of yours that you recently really, really liked did they have to build the case for you to get to know them or schedule calls or being able to connect or collaborate on other events? Most likely not. Most likely it just felt natural. It felt right. You felt in tune with what they were saying. They felt in tune with what you were saying. It felt completely harmonious. You felt this natural synergy amongst the two of you guys. Now, I want you to take that same energy and apply it to what I'm about to say next in these steps. You want it to feel natural. It feels easy. It doesn't feel stressed. It doesn't feel awkward. Now, don't get me wrong. Everything that we first start always feels a little awkward and clumsy, but it doesn't feel like we're pushing a boulder up a hill in terms of it feels really upsetting. It feels unnerving. It feels edgy. Now, if you're feeling nervous and edgy with everyone that you're dealing with, then that is an alarm bell that there's some other deeper issues that you need to resolve that are beyond the scope of this podcast or frankly, business coaching in general. I just want to let you know that in this specific area that 
as long as you have unresolved issues with how you want to interact with people, you can never fully flourish in the business world because I feel that there's no such thing as character development, personal development as being in the business world because it will, it will without a doubt, push up against all unmet needs emotionally wise, all the fears, all the traumas from the past. So it is really important that you have dealt with that in one form or fashion because if you're finding yourself repeating the same type of situations where you have these clumsy interactions and it feels uncomfortable and you want to retreat more, it's more likely than not, not them, but something about you or your past that needs to be resolved. I just had to put that out there because I've, I've, they, over the times I've been coaching with people over the years, I've noticed a lot of people are really echoing issues from the past that are unresolved and not necessarily talking about their business-related issues. So if that's you, I want you to understand that you're not alone. Other people have dealt with it, and I want you to seek the support in either a support group or a therapist or some other type of mental health professional to help really resolve those issues on a deeper level. I just want to make sure that you're aware that we can't run away from those fears and those anxieties of the past that we need to confront them. But sorry, getting back to the main idea of you need to look from within. It wants to, it needs to become from a place where it feels easy, it feels natural, it feels aligned emotionally, spiritually, all that, those levels where it just felt like a no-brainer to get engaged with certain things. And maybe perhaps here's a hack that has worked for me that may work for you. Write down these kind of things. I feel most relaxed when I do say feel this way when I interact with someone. I want to repeat this again. I feel most relaxed when I do say or act a certain way around this type of person because that's going to really help you set up alarms for yourself when you are acting out of order in terms of how you want to interact with people, your own personal boundaries, your professional boundaries, when you know that, okay, I'm staying in alignment I'm not letting people cross my boundaries. I'm not crossing my own boundaries. And this feels really natural. And for the steps I have listed next, it's going to really help you act as your personal defense system or offense system, either way you look at it, to help you stay in alignment. I hope that really makes sense because now... Now this is the easier part for me to explain these other steps, which seems really simple, but for those of us who have suffered from rejection or abandonment or any type of setback and on the way, it sometimes feels like a Herculean act to kind of put yourself out there, but that's okay. It's okay. We're all in this process to grow and we're all learning in different ways. And it's okay to say that, hey, I've struggled with certain things, but I'm in it to win it. And I really want to make an impact for my community. So that means I need to put myself out there. With that being said, let's get into my second tip is directly ask peers in your industry. I was talking with a client of mine and she was telling me about an email that she got from someone else in her industry about an opportunity that really thrilled her, really excited her, something that she really wanted to do, had no clue how or where to start, 
but was something that was always in the back of her mind. And during our session, I, I asked her a little bit more probing questions about it. I was like, well, apparently, I know that you really are happy for your friend that's engaged in this also event that you yourself want to engage in yourself. Why don't you just, you, since she emailed me to tell you the exciting news about what she did, why don't you email her back and literally ask her what she did? what she did, how she got into it, and just all the details. But obviously, thank her for sharing such exciteful news because how often do people tell you after the fact that they're engaged in something versus like they're actually in the moment of doing something. So this is what my client did. She replied back. She said, hey, I'm so excited to hear about these news. I've also been interested in this particular opportunity. Would you mind sharing these details And this friend of my client emailed her back almost immediately and spilled all the details. And it was just such an exciting moment for my client and for her friend and frankly for me too, to just witness all of that kind of manifesting. How often do we not take advantages, take advantage of opportunities that are right in front of us? And it comes in so many little ways. It could be literally from an example of your friend or someone in your industry sharing new new developments that they're doing. It could be you're reading an article about another peer doing something or a post. There are so many ways you can just literally directly ask your peers. Sometimes it could be in the form of problems that you're facing. You can literally ask your peers, I'll never forget a few years ago before I was introduced to the concept of virtual assistant. I was juggling 5,000 hats. I was trying to write my all my emails. I was trying to record my podcast without anyone helping me with the editing, all these other things. And I was struggling. And I remember just telling a friend about this. And she said, why don't you just hire a VA? They can help you do X, Y, and Z. Mind blown. Mind blown. I, I know this sounds a little ridiculous, but especially for those of us who have not really felt supported in our past or or family of origin we feel that it's a a shame thing to ask for help it's a shame thing for not being able to figure this out on their own or perhaps we don't want to look stupid so many reasons behind that and instead of just confronting it and say, hey, look, I don't know everything. I can't do everything all at once. Perhaps I need someone to help lighten the load and asking someone, they could tell you of a resource, a computer program, a virtual assistant, or whatever type of thing that can really be a game changer for how you run your business. I want you to look outside of yourself and say, hey, am I overwhelming myself with certain tasks? Who or what can help me make this easier? And if those of you who are listening who are virtual assistants, because I've been noticing I've been having a lot of virtual assistants listening to this podcast, if you think as a virtual assistant, you don't need a virtual assistant, I have something else coming to you. So as you're growing your administrative business and you're trying to hire more people to help support other entrepreneurs like myself, you're going to need someone to help 
you stay on track in terms of all the different accounts that you're dealing with and all the other people and moving variables and all the software that you need to buy to help support all these entrepreneurs. Perhaps you need to have a dedicated assistant to help you stay on track and focus too. Obviously, it could be in the form of a virtual assistant or a coach yourself. You need to figure out for yourself what makes most sense for you in your current stage of business. Now, let's move on and talk about the second, or rather the third issue is go online and check what is trending. I've been writing a couple of posts um, about people who have been literally shut down on social media specifically on LinkedIn. That's why you need to connect with me on LinkedIn if you haven't done so, because I've been writing about what to do if this happens to you, if you lost your account and you need to rebuild or something tragic happens where you just kind to recover after a failed post or whatnot. Anywho, I wrote a post about you know what to do about what happens if you've lost your following, you're trying to build your following, and somebody mentioned to me more than once, first directly on a comment section on my post, and then he made a post standalone about TikTok and how TikTok is really popping for him in terms of followers and views and whatnot. And he is, yes, he's going to be still all in on LinkedIn, but he views that TikTok is definitely a new opportunity for him to take advantage and find new clients and all of that stuff. Listen to what your peers are telling you. If they are appearing successful and they are fully disclosing their vision about what is working for them, start taking them some notes. Perhaps, you know, don't just read the post. Have schedule a conversation and say, hey, what are you doing? What's going on? Perhaps you need, I'm giving that TikTok example. Perhaps you need to go on TikTok yourself as an example. I'm not saying you have to be on TikTok or Instagram or any particular social media platform. But just the idea of if people are talking a lot about a certain platform or place or venue or whatever, where it looks like it's very lucrative, do some digging, do some research, ask some questions, see it for yourself, see if it makes sense for your business. Often with my clients, we sit and we always scour new opportunities and make business decisions on whether or not to invest our time or resources in a particular venue or social media platform or whatever adventure they're going into. Because oftentimes we don't want to just be scattered and everywhere. If we have scattered effort, we tend to get scattered results. We need to focus on the places that makes most business sense for where we're at now. We're just not trying to be everywhere. All right. Now, Let's go to my number four. Promote yourself to people who may need your help. I'm always amazed about how many people do not take advantage of direct messaging or emails or good old-fashioned flyers or making ads. No one is going to magically find you and ask you for your help in the beginning stages of your business. It usually doesn't happen. We need to literally 
either do our direct marketing, meaning that we make our ads or we do our indirect marketing where we write a post or we invite someone through another means to connect with us. I will say this, if you are in the business of direct messaging people online, either emails or through their own private inbox or whatever, one of the things that this is my free advice to you is that if you can personalize it so much that it feels like they're literally only thinking about you and you alone, that will make a heck of a lot of difference in terms of getting to the next level of scheduling a discovery call or introductory call, whatever you want to call it, when you actually have a more personalized approach. I understand that a lot of us have been taught the numbers game where we should write this boilerplate template and send it off to the send it off to the masses and I'll only just change the, the first name, the salutation, and just have the same message where we're bragging about ourselves and we're talking about all our accolades and schedule appointment and all that. But I want to invite you to do something a little different. I want to invite you, if you really want to work with someone that really excites you, if you're really wanting to build a business that is completely different from everybody else, your competition, even just five minutes of research can unearth so much information about a person and their company and everything that they're, they're doing. So often I'm just thinking about the messages that I've gotten where they say, hey, I have worked with coaches like you or hey, I've been reading your posts and uh, I've, I've helped people like you, let's connect. And while it may seem personal, it's actually not. And people like me who have been reading lots of this kind of stuff years for now, I just quickly hit the delete button. I quickly hit the delete button because if you can't take the time to learn a little bit about me, what makes me think that you'll even put that level of effort to work for me when you become, when I employ you or contract you for something? That's just a little food for thought because I don't want you thinking that this numbers game of sending templates to the masses can take you but so far. If you're going to send direct messages, the the most impactful way is to have personal messages, okay? And even five minutes can unearth so much details about perhaps their latest post talking about a certain issue or talking about a thing that they've been really passionate about. Get real personal. I think that's going to really make you different and stand out from everyone else. All right, lastly is attend events. And this comes like really stupid to say this because why in the world would you think that you can find new opportunities by just simply just being a participant in something? Well, I do declare to you that when you attend an event, it is a game changer in terms of exposure to new ideas, new concepts that you haven't even considered or thought about. It may not even be in the form of a class that you can create or a networking event that you could attend to. It's just simply perhaps even the idea that can really make a 
completely different difference and to how you want to interact with people. I remember I attended this leadership event workshop and I remember this was a couple years ago and a friend from church recommended that I attended this leadership conference. And I thought because it was a faith-based conference that, and I was a business coach, well, what, what do I have to learn from that? It's just a leadership and specifically geared towards faith-based people. What, how can I learn? And when I actually went there, oh my goodness, I got exposed to really phenomenal speakers. I learned new ideas. I picked up resources. I remember one place, sorry, one one year I went there, I learned about this concept about how to tailor yourself towards your audience that in a way that works for well for you. It was this book from uh, Vanessa Van Edward Captivate, such a phenomenal book. And the only reason I found out about this book was literally because I attended this networking event and I heard her speak and I digged in a little bit more about what she had to say and I really loved it and I bought her book. And and I remember this other uh, speaker, Liz uh, Forkin, who wrote the book Beginner's Pluck. Uh, Beginner's Pluck, Build Your Life and Purpose and Impact Now by Liz Forkin Bohannon. Totally recommend reading that book as well. There is so many things that you can learn from different people, but you have to put yourself out there and have an open mind and not come from the mindset of, well, if it doesn't manifest in the exact same way that I would like it to, that means it's not going to help me in terms of if I can't find a client or I can't meet the certain people or all that stuff, just toss it out to the side and say, hey, I'm keeping an open mind. I really just want to learn something. And you might be surprised what you might find out. I just gave the example of of two books, but the possibilities are endless in terms of meeting new people, finding new events or opportunities. Or perhaps you might attend something and a light bulb may click in your brain about how you should do something totally different than you've done because you've been exposed to it. The sky is the limit. That's the point I'm trying to make here. The sky is the limit only if you are attending these events. And these events could be virtual or or in person. And I know that as I'm recording this in July 2021, the world, despite the whole Delta variant and the coronavirus, the world is slowly but steadily opening up. New opportunities are showing themselves. And how exciting is it to be part of that community of people who are willing to interact with each other. Obviously, they're they're probably socially distancing and all that stuff, but they're interacting with each other and they're working with each other and not, you can do but so much connection on Zoom, right? Just having that impersonal feel is completely different. Keep yourself open to be inquisitive, ask questions, see what the vendors are talking about, see what people are saying as the speakers, the presenters, get really curious and learn more about the authors or the presenters, and you might find a new thing that you've never even thought or considered about. Well, that is it. Let me wrap this bad boy up by giving you a summary of what we talked about. Obviously, we need to start from within. Number one is we need to have firm boundaries of what we need, what we don't need, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable in terms of how we want to interact with other people. And 
more importantly, when we know that we have crossed the line in terms of using our energy and our time with interacting with other people, you know that it will help you if you write in advance so that it will help you maintain your calm, it will help you maintain your expectations of yourself and other people, and it will, more importantly, it will help you to have focus while you're seeking those opportunities. All right. The next thing that I want you to do is directly ask peers in your industry, what's going on? If they're telling you that something that's going on that's interesting, ask them. Don't be shy. Don't feel like you have to do it by yourself. So often we feel that we have to do it ourselves. But but when we ask our network, they'll tell us about things that we've never even considered. Number three, go online and see what is trending? Oftentimes, people who are happy about certain things that they're doing will brag and they will brag repeatedly. Tune into that, lean into that, ask questions. You may not even understand what they're doing, but with a few questions, you can find out and see what happens. Number four, promote yourself to people who may need your help. I gave direct marketing, indirect marketing, but if we're going to market regardless, try to personalize your message with one specific person in mind. If you're sending a direct message, obviously include a little details about themselves. And lastly, five, attend events. You might find a new book. You might find a new networking, another new networking event. You might find a group. The sky is the limit, but you'll never know unless you go out there and put yourself out there. Now, Is it once a quarter, once a month, once a week? I don't know. You need to decide. Make a schedule that makes sense for you, but don't run and hide. Don't just hide behind your computer. There's multiple ways for you to grow your business, but I assure you making that one-on-one human connection will pivot your business in a completely phenomenal and amazing new area. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there a tip that I really, really liked? Let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. Let's talk about it. And if you haven't done so already, love to encourage you to let other people know, either write a review or literally just send this podcast to someone else that you know might benefit from this discussion. With that being said, thank you for listening. Take care and be awesome.